Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. I hold in my hand my latest audio series, a five-hour audio series on CD. It's entitled The Judgment Seat of Christ. This is one of the most sobering studies I have ever done. It is a must-study for you. All along the way, I continue to tell you on our website, on our radio broadcast, when I speak in person traveling across America and around the world, that the rapture could happen at any moment. And I do believe that is the case. I believe before I even finish this time with you studying God's prophetic word as we take a look at the book, that the rapture could happen. You know what happens when that does take place? We stand face to face with Jesus Christ and then the judgment seat of Christ. All of us, the Bible tells us in Romans and 2 Corinthians, that the judgment seat of Christ is a place where all Christians will stand. It's not to determine whether we're saved or lost. That's determined before death or before the rapture. It's to determine the rewards we receive for our works. Thus, I think it is an essential for you to study about the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to study in just a few moments about the prophetic judgments. There are a number of judgments, and one of them, the judgment seat of Christ, is included. Now, we'll have, over the next weeks or so, a complete study of the judgment seat of Christ. May I suggest that uh, you get your copy of this? Well, I'll tell you how to do that in just a moment, but right now... Get your Bibles out and let's study about the prophetic judgments in the future. There are four judgments that take place in those four days. Here's the first one. The first one is the judgment of the satanic trinity. The battle of Armageddon is completed. Now look at verse 20 of chapter 19 of Revelation. And the beast, that's the Antichrist, was taken with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. So Antichrist and false prophet are taken and they are thrown into the lake of fire. Matthew 25, 41 says the lake of fire was put in place for Satan and Antichrist and false prophet, and that's all. Anybody else that goes there chooses voluntarily to go there. You understand what I say? God doesn't send somebody to the hell. If you go, you choose to go. He just, and I don't mean this fervorously, accommodates you. Now notice what happens. Chapter 20, verse 1. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold on that old dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and he bound him a thousand years, and he cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years shall be fulfilled, and after that he'll be loose for a little season. And that's when he is trying to gather again all the non-believers and take them against Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ ultimately, in chapter 20, verses 7, 8, 9, and 10, cast him into the lake of fire where the Antichrist and the false prophet are, and they shall be tormented day and night forever and ever and ever. You see, the tribulation period, one purpose for the tribulation period is to bring an end to the satanic trinity. And after Jesus Christ returns on Rosh Hashanah and... Uh, 
then goes through all the preparations for Yom Kippur. And then after Yom Kippur, before he starts the millennial kingdom, the first judgment in those four days between will be the judgment of the satanic trinity. If you got chapter 20, let me show you the next judgment that's going to take place. Chapter 20 and verse 4. Here's the next judgment. It will be the judgment of the tribulation saints and Old Testament saints. Those who come to Christ in the tribulation are not Christians. Christians are only in existence from the resurrection of Christ until the rapture of the church. We are a special body that God has preserved for his son to be married to at the marriage supper and the marriage supper of the lamb, the marriage ceremony. Chapter 4, these tribulation saints, notice, And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads, are in their hands, and they lived, and they reigned with Christ a thousand years. That's not us. That's tribulation saints. They didn't take the mark of the beast. They didn't worship the image. They were beheaded. They were killed. Those are tribulation saints. There's Old Testament saints. Quickly, go back to Daniel. Keep your, we'll come back to Revelation. Go back to Daniel chapter 12. In Daniel chapter 12, we see the resurrection and thus then the judgment, including in that resurrection, included in that resurrection, of Old Testament saints. This is a promise that God gave the prophet Daniel. Look at verse 2, chapter 12. Verse 1 talks about God dispatching uh, the archangel Michael to protect the Jewish people because they were in such terrible tribulation, the time of Jacob's trouble. Had not Michael the archangel been dispatched, they would have all died. Look at verse 2. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. Here's the first group. Some unto everlasting life. Those were Old Testament believers. Old Testament saints. They will be resurrected. Look up here, please, just a moment. At the time when Christ comes back, as he's doing his judgments, they will be resurrected. And these Old Testament saints and tribulation saints go into the millennial kingdom to rule and reign with Jesus Christ for this thousand year period of time. That's what this judgment is for. Those who are resurrected who have become believers in what God told them to do, by their faith they were made righteous. They shall be resurrected to rule and reign with Christ during this thousand-year millennial kingdom. But there will be some that will be resurrected later, the second resurrection. Notice what it says in verse 2 about the second group. And some to shame and everlasting contempt. We'll see when we look at the last of the judgments, the great white throne, they are resurrected and they will be given the sentence of eternity in the lake of fire. And so we have the judgment on the first day of those four days between Yom Kippur and uh, Sukkot, or the uh, day of atonement and the feast of tabernacles. The first day, the judgment of the satanic trinity. The second day, the judgment of the Old Testament saints and the tribulation saints. Thank you so much for taking a moment to study the Word of God with us. You know, it is indeed sobering. Judgment is coming, not only for lost people, but for those of us who know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. There's no way we'll lose our salvation. That's an absolute. It's guaranteed by God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. 
But at the time of the rapture, we immediately stand before Jesus Christ at the judgment seat of Christ. That's why this is a very important study that I'm talking to you about. You've shared with me just a few moments of this study. You need to have your copy, your own personal copy of my latest audio series, The Judgment Seat of Christ. You can call our toll-free number. That's 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com. Go to the shopping mall and there make your purchase. The title is The Judgment Seat of Christ of this five-hour audio series on CD. I would suggest get it as soon as you possibly can and begin to study what's going to happen. See, what we do today will set up eternity for us in our service to Jesus Christ. And that is determined at the judgment seat of Christ. Thank you for taking these few moments with us. By the way, the rapture of the church, as we continue to understand by studying Bible prophecy, could happen at any moment. And then we do stand before Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ. But uh, I'm kind of excited about that. I want to stand there, and I'm eager, as the Apostle Paul was, to do that which will give me good stead at the judgment seat of Christ in my service for him today. By the way, I said the rapture could happen in any moment. Well, that is the case. And having said that, there's really nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until. 